Welcome. You're listening to the Think Like an Entrepreneur podcast because it turns out there's no such thing as a struggling entrepreneur. There are only business owners still operating from an employee mindset. I'm your host, business coach Katherine Morrison. Now let's dig in. Hey there. How are you? You doing well? I'm not going to lie, guys. My brain feels both totally scrambled and more clear than it's ever been on the legacy I'm creating. Every six months, I do a deep dive three days with my coach and her mastermind. And I went into the three days with my plan totally set for 2021. I just had the latest round of three days, I don't know, last Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And I was like, oh yeah, I totally know what I'm doing for 2021. And there were areas, intentions that I had set And so it was from that place that I was experiencing the entire event, like filtering filtering everything through the essentials that I had identified for myself, given my priorities for 2021. And then on the last day, a colleague received some coaching that triggered, I mean, I already had the, I already had this awareness, but it basically triggered and made me aware that I was avoiding keeping it in my awareness, something that I know is true in my business about the next level growth and where it's headed. And so in like the last 30 minutes of this entire three-day event, I brought this awareness up to my coach and I raised it for feedback and my world got turned upside down (laughs) and I wanted to throw up and cry and all the things that happen when you get coached and you identify and commit to your next level of growth. And so then I took a bubble bath and I just relaxed in the possibility of what's coming. And I made a huge decision in the bubble bath. And then I posted about it in the group and I tagged my coach and she loved it. And now my 2021 is going to look completely different than I thought it was going to one week ago, which means I'm cooking up some fun things for you guys. And that is the power of getting coached and being in a mastermind, you compress the trajectory of your success. Like from two minutes of my getting coached, my entire life trajectory for this year has changed and the energy has amplified. It is so fun. So stay tuned for that later in the year. Oh, and quick announcement before we dive in today. The early access list is now open for the next round of the Think Like an Entrepreneur Mastermind. So if you are ready to scale and if you've created your first $10,000 in your business and you're ready to create consistent $10,000 months, we're about a month out from enrollment. If you want first dibs on your spot, head over to www.katherinemorrisoncoaching.com forward slash mastermind and get your email on the list. My clients are killing it. I feel like every day this past week, somebody else is posting about hitting $10,000 for the month. And we're still a week out from the end of it. I'm like joking with them. I think we need to raise it. They're like hitting $10,000 months consecutively so quickly. We might need to, to, to change the game for the future rounds. So if you're ready to step into that, for sure, come get your name on the list. All right. Today, we're going to round out our series on money with a final episode on investing. Because the way employees are taught investing is very different from what it looks like for successful entrepreneurs. So let's start there because there's the traditional financial world, but that actually might differ from what you were taught or to be super clear by what you weren't taught but observed and then began running as your own way of relating to money within investing through your family growing up. 
It's actually interesting. I would say I grew up in kind of a very 1950s type of family structure. My mom stayed home and my dad worked and the dynamic was very much the woman was there to cook dinner and clean and the man brought home the bacon. But there was something very non-traditional about my family that I think has really served me as a woman with money. My mom cooked and cleaned, but she also managed all of our money. Seriously, I think to this day, her morning schedule involves coffee and then checking in to Quicken. I have no idea what one does on Quicken like every single day, but my mom could tell you she was on top of our numbers like a hawk. And so growing up, I saw a woman, it was modeled for me, a woman powerfully modeling money management. And so my brain just totally thought that's how the world worked. My brain was like, yep, women manage the money with fucking precision. My mom is amazing. And so then seeing that, I just took on that identity with me into my marriage. And if you guys have been listening for a little bit, you would have heard my friend Andrew on the podcast recently. And if you haven't listened, totally go check it out. He is my former coworker and he left, he was making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year as an employee. And he's since grown, I forget if it's three or four years now, he's since grown a real estate investment portfolio here in Austin that now oversees over $325 million in real estate assets. And we briefly mentioned that in that interview, but I've invested at this point, like, I don't know, I think hundreds of thousands of dollars with Andrew in some of his real estate deals. And I led that process. My husband to this day has never even met Andrew. And I tell this story because I think it stands in stark contrast to how many women have been conditioned to think about and invest money. Many women believe they need to get their husband's approval before investing because that's what many people have just seen modeled in their homes from previous generations and never questioned why. And I, I wish I could remember, I saw something really funny on Instagram the other day and I was talking about how like tradition is just like, I don't know, like um, something from dead people, like dead people just haunting us with their <laughs> like screwed up belief systems, right? So this is that. And it's one thing to make a decision and have a conversation with your partner about it. And it's another to not trust yourself to make investments with money and to then want your partner's opinion or approval because they're afraid to take responsibility for what might happen. There was a recent report by Milo Financial Technologies that found that men set aside nearly twice as much money for their long-term goals than women. And we got to talk about this, people. I coach both men and women, and I coach people to earn lots of money. But in order to build wealth, you have to be able to invest that money. So let's talk about it. I recently even had one of my masterminders post that she signed a client and then immediately asked her husband where she should put the money. And then she paused and realized that that was a habit she wanted to question, to question why her default brain pattern wanted to cede to her husband immediately. And she realized that she scales to six figures, multiple six figures, that's something she's going to adjust, her ability to manage money, to invest money with her husband as a co-pilot with her rather than her as a passenger with him as the pilot. And coming into entrepreneurship, investing will look different. As an employee, you were taught to put all of your money into funds that you likely had no idea what they even included. You were taught to invest in other people's businesses. You know that's what comprises the stock market, right? 
other people's businesses. So you're taught to put all of your money into other people's businesses on which you have no control, no seat on the board, no ability to steer the ship. And then depending on your personal relationship with money and your relationship with the future, you may not have even been doing that in your 401k as an employee following the traditional financial model. You may have been taught to spend everything on the present and to not invest in your future at all. So this totally just comes down to, before we move forward, I just want you to question for a minute, like what are your current beliefs or like from the past, you know, what has it been? What are they about investing in the future? And what's the underpinning logic underneath those beliefs? And just start to question it. I love how when we really just start to look at things and question them, we will feel this like entire naughty ball of yarn oftentimes just completely unravel at our feet. And it's good to have your current patterns in your awareness because in order to get to your goal, you need to know where you are. It's like we're setting your current location into the GPS and then deciding your final destination. We want to know where you are before we start moving and get on the road. Otherwise, it's like, well, we don't know where we're starting from, but we know this is the destination. And so let's just take a minute, figure out where you are with investing in the future. And now let's talk about entrepreneurship, investing as an entrepreneur. The difference between an employee and an entrepreneur is that an employee takes finite resources and learns to manage the bottom line in relation to that. Skip lattes. Don't add the guacamole at Chipotle. That's how employees are taught to build wealth. But entrepreneurs create money. They focus on growing the top line, on growing the value of their business and building wealth by continuing to expand that. And so when you think about investing as an entrepreneur, you want to look at what investments will expand your ability to grow the top line. What investments create more money? And as an entrepreneur, that will be one of three things. Investing in your brain, investing in your business, and investing in your craft. And investing in your craft is a pretty socially acceptable one. In fact, you guys have listened to the show for a while. You might remember I had an entire podcast on degrees and certifications. So I'm not going to dive into it too much here. But what I will say is that investing in your craft is awesome if it comes from a space of joy of you learning and you strongly desire to continue learning so that you can better serve your clients and that you then know that it's your responsibility, not the degree or the certifications job, it's your responsibility to be an entrepreneur that goes and creates demand in the marketplace. The degree is not going to do that. The certification is not going to do that. And it's important to say that because you've just got to be extremely cautious if you're making the decision from a space of thinking you need another degree or certification, that it's some kind of magic wand. Because if you approach it from that mindset, the degree is not going to change your brain. If you're making the decision from the belief that you aren't ready yet or that you're not good enough yet, you will get the degree and then your brain will tell you that you still need another program or you need the advanced level of the thing you just took. I see a lot of people lie to themselves and say they're getting ready to start their business, but they're just trying to stack credentials for validation from other people because they don't have any belief in themselves to actually start the business. So 1 million percent invest in your craft, but just investigate and understand your underpinning, underpinning like reason why before you do it and make sure that it's going to serve you 
in actually going forward. And then if you understand how to create demand and market and sell, then yes, like you investing in your craft and just getting better at what it is that you do will just get your clients more amazing, right? Like you're going to be able to work with them, give them something even better. And then the whole cycle continues. All right. And then we've got your brain and your business. I have very strong opinions about this. And this is my podcast. So here we go. <laughs> investing in your brain, investing in having your brain coached to rewire all of those neural pathways in there so that you on default just think like an entrepreneur is the greatest investment you could ever possibly make. And I'll talk briefly about my experience, which is why, right, it's my, it's my lived experience that is like why I'm so passionate about this. Because we started this episode about how your investment mindset is learned. And as I came into entrepreneurship, I realized that even though my mom had managed the money and I felt super comfortable rebalancing our Vanguard index funds and giving my friend Andrew hundreds of thousands of dollars to invest in real estate, I had so much drama about even investing, I think it was $12,000 in my coach training program. And I had no belief in myself. And so then making that investment was a step towards me putting a stake in the ground and saying, yep, done. I'm going in on myself, which is what needs to happen, right? Entrepreneurs say yes to their own vision and then they take responsibility for creating demand for that vision in the marketplace. And to get there, I had to get super curious about why I had not only had no drama but that I had actually actively encouraged my husband to get his master's degree in software engineering. And for me, I realized I had a belief before I examined it, that he was the man and he was there for the breadwinner for the family. And so we should focus our investments on him. This is, I think last week I talked about, right? We don't even need the patriarchy. It just goes inside of our own brain and we just run it. This was a really hard belief for me to look at and unearth because I actually identified as very feminist, very pro-women's empowerment. But of course I had that belief. Like I grew up in a society where that was just a normal mindset around me. I grew up in a family where that I saw that modeled for me. And so me making that first investment in myself outside of like college education almost doesn't count anymore, right? It just like assumed everybody goes to college. And so making that first next investment in myself felt like such a huge unshedding of that belief. But here's the thing. I got a certification from that training and our society loves those. My coach training school even designates you with letters after your name that literally nobody outside of that school knows what the hell they mean. But it's so funny. I see people on LinkedIn with their little letters all the time after their name. And so I circumvented having to fully reckon with my lack of belief in myself because I believed in certifications. And then after training, I came out and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what to do. So I decided I should invest in my business. I think one of the first things I did, I hired a graphic designer to make me a logo and I spent a lot of time choosing just the right brand and color palette. You guys, you should have seen my Pinterest board. It was beautiful. I bought Amy Porterfield's course on list building. I bought Hillary Rushford's program on Instagram marketing. And because I hadn't gotten my brain coached, I hadn't invested 
in my mindset in order to actually think like an entrepreneur. I was honestly just like a little kid playing business. I was trying to perfect this outer veneer of success to compensate for a total lack of belief in myself. You see a lot of business owners operating from an employee mindset do this. My husband recently hired his first coach. And so I had collected, you know, I'm a coach, I know lots of them. So I got a short list of people that were recommended. And he signed up for a sales call with this one guy. And this guy had all the credentials. He had the slight professional photos on his site. He had a take a quiz lead generation capture set up on his site. He had all of the copy written, had all of his I's and I's dotted and his T's crossed. But then it was extremely clear on the sales call that this dude did not have his own back. He had no belief in himself. His voice wavered. And he just clearly didn't have that entrepreneurial skill set of belief in himself, belief in having his own back and powerfully demonstrating it to the marketplace. So of course, my husband didn't buy. And so that's just a quick aside, but it's why I'm very anti making business investments, like on the shiny exterior things, before you get your brain coached so that you're internally actually a real entrepreneur. My coach actually has a rule for us that we aren't allowed to hire like copywriting editors or virtual assistants or any help until we've hit at least $200,000 in our business. And it's for this reason, because if you outsource the help, instead of changing your brain, you will always have a business with very low profit margins because you haven't learned how to think strategically and efficiently. I actually had a colleague that said she had run a chiropractic business before, but because she had never learned how to use her brain in this way, she had overhead of like 80% or something crazy. She had tons of clients and a busy practice, but she made very little because she hadn't first invested in her mindset and understanding of money and money creation. Which reminds me, I was telling my story and then I totally got off track and basically covered a whole different part around investing in your business. But we're coming back. We're coming back. I promise. Let's bring this home. So in my personal journey, even as a coach, I invested in certification and a bunch of businessy strategy type assets and programs, which made me no money. And then I finally was like, wait a second, maybe it's my brain. And then prior to that, prior to even coming into considering entrepreneurship, it's interesting, like thinking about my willingness to give so much money to my friend's real estate investing business, but it was because I believed in him, right? I could give him plenty of money and not have to believe in myself. And so before I invested in learning how to think like an entrepreneur, which is your ability to believe in yourself and create demand for the marketplace and earn money for yourself... And so here I was, a woman who had sold multi-million dollar deals in her corporate job with a certification and a brilliantly designed logo, and it was just tumbleweeds in my business bank account when I first started. And then I came upon my coach. I love her. Her name is Stacy Bayman. She works specifically with coaches, but I could not recommend her more highly. And I started listening to the way she thought about business and how her thinking was producing hundreds of thousands of dollars even though she had typos in her emails and her Instagram feed wasn't perfectly curated. And at the time, going into her mastermind was $10,000. And I wanted to throw up thinking about making that investment. 
I had justified investing in my training program because I got a piece of paper, because I got a certification at the end of it. And I had justified all of these business assets, like my fancy logo, because then I told myself that I would look legitimate to the outside world. But then when it came to just investing in myself, in my brain, and I wasn't going to have a piece of paper to put on my LinkedIn, and I wasn't going to have something shiny to showcase on my social media accounts, I had so much drama. And maybe you guys are a little more emotionally and cognitively mature than I was. But I want to share this story because I know somebody needs to hear it. I was a woman who had been so successful in her nine to five job. And I was very confused when I started my business. I was like, I've worked in business development for like a decade. What is happening? Because the irony was that the reason I was holding myself back on investing at first in the mastermind when I was on the fence about investing with my coach was because I didn't believe in myself. I was worried I wouldn't get the results. But it was actually literally the lack of belief in myself in the first place that had me showing up inconsistently on social media to create the clients. And it was my lack of belief in myself that had me getting onto the, the few sales calls that I was getting and reducing my package or not confidently saying the price and then holding space to just handle objections. And it had me in so much angst. And that honestly, it had my dream business feeling a little bit like a nightmare. It was my own mental hygiene and inability to manage my brain effectively that was creating the less than stellar results I had in my business in the beginning. And then it finally hit me that the reason I was not investing in the mastermind that I was considering investing in was exactly the reason why I needed to join it. To learn to think like an entrepreneur, to have my own back and to create massive demand for myself in the marketplace. And I mean, I probably said it before, but like that work, getting my brain coached has been the most valuable investment I have ever made. More valuable than college, more valuable than my home. <laughs> more valuable than just about anything that money can buy because it has turned me into someone who can create money on demand for herself for the rest of her life. You guys, we could have a zombie apocalypse. The like banking system could collapse tomorrow. And what if we go to a barter system, I'm gonna be there on the front lines trading salt. But if you don't have the mindset, the shiniest logo and the snappiest copy and the fanciest certifications will not matter. So think about what integrity looks like for you within your investments. You don't want to just take on inherited, like, okay, this is just like what I observed growing up, or this is what I was taught to believe. You want to look at the future you're creating on purpose and what investments need to be made there to ensure them. Like if you're an employee and you're still putting all your money into other people's businesses through your 401k, and you're not prioritizing yourself and your vision for what you want to create in your own business and you're not investing in yourself, that's an important thing for you to look at. If you're investing in a bunch of bells and whistles that make your business look fancy, but it's not producing income, that's important to look at. Or if your business has just become like a really expensive hobby, because instead of making money, your brain tells you that you just need one more certification and then you'll be ready, that is also something to look at. We're not taught this in school. I mean, I would argue that financial literacy is not taught at all to anybody. <laughs> but the little that we do get is centered around investing like an employee because that's what the school system is set up to train people to be. 
And so in the same way that we covered money integrity and earning last week, it's going to require you stepping out of some of your brain's current belief systems. Same is true to come into integrity within your money, within your investments that you're making. Because let's be real, our ability to earn money and integrity as entrepreneurs first will require our willingness to invest in ourselves to become the person that can easily command the demand for their services, that has more people asking to work with them than they have availability for, that grows the top line, that creates so many options. And we only get one spin around this taco stand. So let's fucking go. If you are loving what you are hearing and you're ready to take the work deeper, there are currently two ways to work with me. The first is within the Think Like an Entrepreneur Mastermind for new entrepreneurs who have created their first $10,000 within their business and are now ready to scale into consistent $10,000 months. The next round will enroll in February of 2021 and spots will open to my mailing list before it goes out to the whole wide world of the internet. So get on it. The last round sold out within days and I was only able to accept 50% of the applications. So make sure you are on my mailing list. The second is within private coaching with me, which is designed for entrepreneurs who have gone full-time in their business and are now ready to scale into their first quarter million dollar year. So depending on where you are at and what you desire, I got you. Head over to www.katherinemorrisoncoaching.com to learn more. I'll see you there. Thank you.